0: Hey guys, we're back. So we haven't talked in a while. I think everything was distracted because you know we're on this journey to bring this baby in, the making a baby turnbull, and yeah. the artificial way is it's hard mentally, I guess you would say. So yesterday. My wife took a test and I got woke up to a text message that said, I really thought I was going to get to run in there and jump on you and say we're pregnant. And she said, I thought the negative line just got way too light. But then I went back and I looked and it was dark. So me being the person I am, she leaves the test out for me to see in the morning anyways. I go to look at it. And I noticed another line trying to form. So I started overthinking and I was like, maybe I'm seeing shit. Took it down to my family, posted it in this group that we're in. And anyways, at the end of all this, everyone has basically said that, and after researching, that after the test sits for longer than 15 minutes, pretty much is inconclusive anyways, and it can draw an indention line so I'm assuming that's the line that it tried to draw because I had the wife come home and then she took two more she put one in water to make sure that the strips even work like they're supposed to and then she took another physical test and another line did not perform so we're assuming this round guys it probably did not work but that is fine because something someone said that kinda got close to us was if you end up starting your period think of it as a blessing as your productive system working the way it's supposed to and God giving you another chance to try so you gotta think a lot positive in this and after seeing the symptoms of a successful insemination God now I see why women Get so emotionally drained and physically drained from it because my wife had a lot of symptoms You know, I'm not even gonna lie. So I wanted to read y'all our progress of How we did this Because the whole point of our vlog and our journey is I want y'all to follow this with us This is an emotional ride. Okay again, this is an emotional ride and for any women or men out there that any of this could by chance trigger anything. I just want to warn you that I'm going to go into details throughout this entire podcast season of the making a baby Turnbull because I want other men and women and trans men and LGBT women and men that are going through this process to be able to have someone to understand. And remember, again, this is our first time. So a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about If you have some opinions or views or facts about it, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Please don't hesitate. So, we assumed that we were going to inseminate inseminate July 17th, because according to both apps she has, it said July 17th. This is the hints of why I, I would personally say, from our experience so far, the app's a good thing to have for like a, um, a rough draft. It's almost like a rough draft. You know, you take a pen and a paper and the teacher usually would tell you back in the day, I want you to write your rough draft in pencil and your final draft in pen. So this is the pencil draft. I would, I would say the app is the pencil draft. I would personally say the sticks, the strips, are the pen draft or the final copy, the final copy in pen. So the app predicted July 17th, but according to our strips, and I'm going to make a video too. And I think in between like every three probably episodes, that way y'all can see like pictures and stuff. Or if y'all are following us on all of our socials, you can see it that way too. So the app predicted July 17th, like we were saying, but the stick wasn't right at July 17th. Like it was a faint bottom line. No, there was no bottom line. I lied, there was a faint bottom line, sorry guys. There was a faint bottom line, dark top line. And we learned by this, by the ovulation strips that you gotta compare the bottom line to know when you're ovulating and peaking on that. So, July 18th we did again and it was really dark. So we assumed that was ovulation day so we inserted July 18th. Now this is where I personally think we may have messed up because we inserted it again July 19th because it was really dark. But I think July 20th is when she hit peak. So maybe we should have inseminated July 18th, 20th, and then 21st and skipped the 19th. Well, we inseminated the 18th and 19th back to back and right after insemination she had bad cramps and discharge and then on the 20th 21st she had cramps headache fatigue and then adding to the 21st was vaginal pain and then on the 22nd it was cramp thick discharge headache vaginal pain on the 23rd it was cramps pelvic pain and headache which sounds horrible and now that i got to physically see my wife go through this this is when we're going to go back and talk about how i said Now I understand not only the mental part of a woman going through this, but the physical part, too. Like, I, of course, I'm a trans man, so I have not went through this. But seeing my wife go through this, I'm starting to understand a little bit. And those are hard. Those are hard symptoms to go through. I had My wife, she slept for, like, three days straight, um, super, super tired, beyond tired than any tired I've seen her. She said it's almost like you're pregnant, but going into further detail and going into further research that we've done Those symptoms are signs of a successful insemination So let's talk about a successful insemination Because then people are gonna say oh well y'all had success then first try when I say successful Insemination, I don't mean it as in she's pregnant. I mean it as in we did the insemination the proper way Now, it's up to the sperm to do what it has to do to produce that baby. But we know we did it the proper way because clinics show that and almost actually, I would not even say almost any research you do shows that the main symptoms of a successful insemination and even after they would walk out of a doctor's office with a proper insemination, they're more than likely going to experience cramps, headache, and fatigue the first up to five days. And that's exactly how it was the first five days. So then we decided to take our first test at 6 DPO, which was the 24th. And that test was negative, but she was having headache, abdominal and lower back cramp, stomach ache, discharge. She was having all those on six DPO. And then at seven DPO, she was having vaginal pain, bloating and it was negative. And then eight, she was having Stomach aches. She was crying out of nowhere, just randomly fucking crying, which was random as fuck and bloating. And then she said it was feeling like she was about to start her period. So we we're like, OK, but usually she never cramps or anything before she starts her period. So she was really nervous about that. So the fourth test we took on the 20. That was yesterday. That's the one where I know for a fact I seen that faint line. But I'm gonna put that in a picture and probably about three episodes in a video, so y'all can see where I'm talking about that faint line and why we think that faint line appeared. And then she said she was having like this shooting vaginal pain, and I I don't know what that pain's like. So maybe there's women out there that probably do. I mean, I don't know, or other men out there that have experienced their wives or etc. going through this. So. Today's the 28th, we retested. Um, I came in here after about 30 minutes, which I know we said 10 to 15, you shouldn't even use it, but you all gonna understand our sleeping schedule's different because our work schedule's different. But after coming in here about 30 minutes after she left and I seen the test, there's no line. So as of right now, we're going to assume that we'll be going with the procedure again next month. So we'll be talking about that again. The good news about all of this guys is okay, so the donor is my best friend. Um, which is an exciting part about this because the donor receptive trust is a big thing going into this procedure, you know, especially when it's a It's a donation and not from a clinic that makes sense to anybody. We're doing all this at home. This is all home inseminations, home donations, everything. But um, we're blessed to be able to have my best friend as the donor, which is a good thing. But recently he has made it known to us that he wants to be a known donor. And That meant a lot to us because we weren't expecting that, even though when it was okay, so it was almost a volunteer thing in a way because one time we were at work because we used to work together and we were all sitting in the kitchen and I was talking about how my biggest thing in life is yes, I'm a bonus dad. But I would love, 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 absolutely love to be able to experience being a father from the beginning. And when I say from the beginning, I mean from the moment she finds out she's pregnant. So we were all talking about that. And two of my buddies were like, they didn't really see their self being fathers or whatever. So then our other homie was like, well, if y'all don't, Y'all should help out y'all's buddy Who sees himself being a father I didn't want anybody to feel pressured or anything So I kind of just like I wouldn't say I laughed it off But I kind of giggled it off Plus I wasn't expecting like what I got out of it And um I was like y'all One one day y'all will want to be dads Like I I could see y'all being dads one day And The first buddy of mine He was like starts telling me all his traits about himself and about his family. And he's like, Yeah, I could be perfect for you. And I kind of just laugh it off. And then my other buddy's like, aka my best friend, this one, he starts telling me his traits. And he's like, I would love to help you. But then he starts talking about just some stuff that's happened in his life. And he's like, I don't think okay, so my best friend comes from addiction and all that. And he was like, I don't think you would want that part of your child's life. And in my eyes, I'm like, but that's my past too. So if I was able to get my wife pregnant, my child would be going through that anyways. So it doesn't really bother me if that makes sense. And I don't want people out there to judge you like, oh, so it doesn't bother you. My best friend is like me. We don't have addictive personalities. Yes, we're addicts and I know that sounds crazy, but if we had addictive personalities, we wouldn't be as Follow on the road we're on, if that makes sense, which we're going to talk about that in some other podcasts, too, because I like to talk about the road to recovery to help other people out there, too. But anyway, so he was saying that, and it, and it his, I, his thoughts behind it kind of made so much sense that it didn't make sense for me to just be like, no, we should go. I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. So I really was thinking about the other one, and me and my wife had thought about it. But I got really nervous because the first one, he's a really younger guy. And I didn't want him to make the, then again, it might not be a mistake, but me looking at it as a guy looking at another guy, I didn't want him to potentially make the mistake of helping out another family before he could start a family of his own, because it was the whole process and procedure was new to him too. So it's not like he's done artificial insemination before, or given sperm multiple times before, like all this would have been new for him too, which means he wouldn't have had a chance to go out there in the world. Okay, straight up, he was a virgin. So I didn't want him to put himself in a situation where, in a few years from now, he was like, damn, Uh, you know, like, I don't know, maybe that was just me overthinking, maybe because it was our first time. I just didn't want that to occur. So me and my wife kind of like, Thanks for the offer and it would be awesome, especially like with the traits and the family line and Like his hair his eyes colors just who he is as a as general as a person. I love that dude Matter of fact, he's gonna be a groomsman at my wedding. Like he's an amazing person, but because of that That one simple thing I just didn't want to make something not fun for him when that time came if that made sense so I was like, well, we got to find a donor because in my head, my best friend is so different than my wife. I was never in my life expecting my wife to ever even come up to me and say, why don't we try your best friend? So in my eyes, I'm like, all right, we got to figure out how to start finding a donor. So I get lost. I get distracted. I don't know where to go. And I kind of give up that makes sense. I kind of just give up. But I I don't give up to the point where everyone around me knows I give up. But like inside, I'm just like, oh, fuck it. I don't know what to do anymore. I feel like I'm being ran into scams. I have people hitting me up on some crazy shit. I got people hitting me up that's trying to convince me to do natural insemination instead of artificial. That's another thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever let a donor tell you that the only way to do it and the best way to do it is natural because, no, you do what you and your significant other feel comfortable doing. But anyways, so we were running in a lot of that. And then there was this one donor who we were actually interested in that talked to us about all of this, that has help, been helping us, guide us. But this is what happened. In between talking to him, my wife randomly comes up to me and she's like, what about blah blah we're just gonna say best friend right now we are going to announce his name but i'm going to wait until episode three of the making of baby turbo so i want to talk about some other stuff first but she was like how about blah blah and i looked at her and i was like really and she goes yeah why not and i was like because this 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 and this and then i was like actually none of those things even matter Brittany." That's my wife. I was like, I just didn't think out of all people that would be who you would. I don't know. I just honestly in my heart never, ever fucking thought that would be an option. And she was like, but that's your best friend. He knows you like the back of your hand. You know him like the back of your hand. And she goes, and who's been there for you, for us, for our family, for the kids, this whole entire time? And I was like, yeah. Yeah you're right. So I immediately messaged my best friend. And I was like, this is about to sound crazy. But you remember when we were all talking in the kitchen about this, this and this and this, you would probably never believe this. But me and Brittany were wondering if you'd like to be our donor for real. This is a for real situation. This is kind of where things get interesting. guys so we're talking about how our donor kind of became our donor and the steps we went through and chipper a jobba job what 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 so things become interesting he tells us yes we're kind of excited we start doing more research so he tells us yes about god it's probably been at least Eight or nine months since we actually sat down and talked about this, right? Since our first insemination. It's been a while. It's been a while So we talk about it We come up with a conclusion he's gonna do it I tell him out of respect You should run it by your mom This is probably where things kind of got a little lopsidedly fucked up the thing is is My best friend has no kids and he's up there in age, which I know I was just complaining about someone being younger in age, but he's almost my age. And so with that, I didn't want his mom to be like, oh, you couldn't give me grandbabies, but you're willing to just help someone else. Like, so in my eyes, me and Brittany, I sat down and we thought about it. And since that was our best friend, we agreed that if his mom was cool with it, that we wanted her as an active grandma in the baby's life. Especially because my wife has lost her mom and there there's not that other grandma there that the kid needs we believe in all that right so it, it just makes sense if best friends moms with this that we might as well include her and that's what best friend wants to tell mom too. so best friend runs this across mom and mom makes him feel like a complete ass, asshole about it a dick about it um, Basically tells him that she would never approve of it and that that's not That's not how she pictured things going and that the grandbaby needs to be He needs to be raising a great So there's a lot of stuff going on on that situation on the on the mom's end At the time and I think she was just taking it more into personal Matters, I don't know But anyways, so all that happens So then we're at another standstill. But at this point, I've realized in my heart that I don't want no one else as a donor, really, except my best friend. I'm already stuck on the point, I'm already stuck on the idea of him being it, and that's kind of just what I want, right? It makes sense. So we tell him, so he tells us, actually, I still want to do it for you, but let's just wait because, I don't want my mom denying me, not loving me anymore. So I talked to Brittany and we agree it's only fair. And we tell best friend when that time comes, let us know because you're still an option. During this, though, I tell him, I said, dude, I am only getting older and I've got to begin my family sometime. So I am going to look for other donors in the process of that. And if I happen to find one. Then I might just go ahead and go with it. And I'm so sorry, but thanks for the offer. And he talked to me about it. And he's like, no, I completely understand, blah, blah, blah. So, fast forward about two months. I'm talking to some donors, but I'm getting so iffy about them and I don't know what to do. So, I go to my best friend about it all. And he starts getting so upset about the situation. He's like, well, if I was your donor, you wouldn't have to do all this because you already know. Well if I was your donor you wouldn't have to do this blah 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 because blah 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 like it was that the guys I'm not trying to sound funny but this dude was like jealous of the fact that we were gonna use another donor So I told Brittany And I talked to my mom and I'm like guys I'm so confused because he says He's like not ready, and guys, we understand hundred percent. That's why we're kind of moving around. But he's my best friend, so I talked to him about everything. I was like, so, but when I talk to him about these other donors, it's like he's getting mad. He tells, he even told me, well, that other donor don't know what hands you write with every day, and I'm like, what the fuck, man, you know? So, my mom and Brittany's like. Maybe he wants to do it. He just, maybe he's just nervous. And I was like, I'm nervous. So then we let another month go by. It was exactly another month. And he calls me out of nowhere. Of course, we talk in between and he's my best friend. He comes over, we chill, we hang out, we go eat lunches during these times, you know, we video game all the time. But he calls me like a month later and he's like, so I really thought about it. And at the end of the day, it's my life. And I know, because I watch you raise your kids now, I know that you'll be the best dad ever. And I know that what I'm gonna do is not only gonna be a blessing for you, but it's gonna be a blessing for myself too, because this is nothing that I wanna do on my own. So, I wanna be your donor and I'm ready to start as soon as y'all are ready to start, so let's do this. And I was like, whoa, really? And he was like, yes. And I was like, well, what about your mom? And he goes, well, what if I told you my sister was down for this and that's all I need is my sister's support? And I was like, well, I kind of already knew his sister would be down because his sister loves me and my wife. And I love my best friend, but everyone knows at the end of the day, kind of, he's probably going to be the dude that's always just going to be a good, like an uncle, if that makes sense. And and he'll tell you, like, I asked him the other day, do you want to be the godfather or would you like to be the uncle? You get to pick the role because any role to me means a lot. And he goes, nah. I think just the uncle, because if anything ever happened to you or Brittany, I th- I think your mom and your sisters need to raise that kid because I know that I'm not meant to raise a kid. So he's very honest and guys, not because he's a bad person. He's not a bad guy. He's just I don't he's just Tim. He's just Tim, But he's an amazing fucking uncle. He's like the greatest uncle these kids have had. He's a great he he is not only my best friend, but he's a brother to my sister's. He's a, an amazing person. He He's the greatest best friend a man could ask for, and I put that on everything that I love. And not because he's doing this for me and my family, but because it's the God honest truth. He is the best friend any man in this world could ask for. He It's like we're the yin and yang of each other, and we were totally meant to meet and be best friends. And I feel like in my heart, it was totally meant for him to be the donor of my child. It, it really was because... This child is going to be raised to never have to worry about anything. This child will never have to worry. This child will be raised right and not have to worry. And I think that's a blessing on its own. So, guys, that's kind of how we met our sperm donor, and that's kind of how things have been going. That's how our first cycle has been going. Um, Babe's supposed to start her period on the 31st. If she starts it, obviously, we know next month's the next cycle time. If she doesn't start it, then we'll wait four more days after she's supposed to start her period, and we'll take a digital pregnancy test, and we'll keep you updated, and we'll see what happens. Always remember this, too, that I was told. the more attempts you have to do at artificial insemination, the better chances you have of it working, which sounds weird because again, no one wants to go through that, but it's proven facts. So we're just keeping our head held high and hoping that we can get through this and baby turtle comes soon. And also I do want to start now. Baby's not here yet, but I do want to start now with guys, boy or girl. Boy or girl? Me personally, I'm hoping for a girl, but you know, I'm going to love anything that comes. But I just want to know, through all of this, what do y'all think we are going to bring?